Hello and welcome to Page Parley. This is the show where we speak to authors or experts on creative writing. My name is Shanti Hershenson. I'm 14 years old and I'm an author. Um, usually when I say that last part, people kind of look at me like I am not telling the truth. Um, <laughs> I kind of understand why. I have written 17 books. Probably by the time this releases, I'm not sure, I will have published my 11th book. Over half of all the books I've published and written are um, full-length, 300, 400, 500-page novels, and then I have like, a couple novellas. And honestly, I've been writing for like as long as I can remember. It's mm. always been something I love to do. I actually took off around my, when I turned 12, and it just never stopped since. Fantastic. It's you've, You're very, very naturally passionate about this. That's wonderful. You mentioned that you started writing from, a, uh, from quite a young age, but what led to you writing your first novel? I started writing my first novel, Biomlock, in the middle of the pandemic when I was, lo- I was stuck at home and I was very bored and I had nothing to do. And I had binged watched a bunch of TV shows. I had played a bunch of video games, but that was not very fulfilling. It was just like, I'm wasting my time. And I wasn't a big fan of staying on my phone all day. And that's what I did for about a month during the pandemic was I would sit on my phone and I would sit on the beanbag chair and I wouldn't get up all day and then I'd go to bed and repeat the same thing in the morning and this was like during the summer and it was honestly very depressing I wasn't having fun I was just kind of very lonely I can pinpoint it to I was we were on a walk on the beach and this was probably around July of 2020 and I was like to my sister I want to write a book and she was like, do you have any ideas? And we started talking. And the idea for Biomlock actually came from a, game, from a game of Minecraft we had played. Though I put in a lot of like the elements of like isolation in it. And a few days after I got home, I decided to write it. And when I started writing it, I thought it was going to be this like fantasy novel. And then I kind of decided to give it like an alien invasion, a science fiction twist. And I just never stopped writing it. And about six months later, I finished the first draft. Uh, the first draft was 250,000 words and 800 pages. So <laughs> a lot of editing needed to be taken place. And it was actually split into three books because that's very, very long for a book. So you, you thought about writing it in fantasy, but you have a particular affinity for sci-fi. What do you enjoy about writing sci-fi? I've always been kind of fascinated with space. When the first thing I ever wanted to be when I grew up was an astronaut. I'm fascinated by space and like the unknown. And I think sci-fi has a lot of elements to that. And I do like fantasy. However, I think sci-fi is kind of fantasy with a little bit more of a realistic setting, but in a way it's very, very different. And I think also debatably fantasy is a little more difficult because you have to come up, you often have to come up with this whole world. And I thought about doing that for Biomlock. I really did. But I was like, this would be so much cooler if there were aliens and all this futuristic technology and it took place on like this future Earth. And that's what I ended up um, doing. And that was what like worked best for me. And because I've always had a love for science fiction, that was kind of what I just decided. I'm really glad that you find that interesting and fascinating to write because there was quite a bias in early science fiction. that It was very cis male dominated. So it's really nice to see a young person like yourself uh, who's really interested in that genre. Yeah, I've noticed that. I think a lot of science fiction novels, especially old ones, and I own a lot of like old science fiction, and it's usually just men and it's kind of the female characters in science fiction and fantasy too are not portrayed nearly as well as they should be 
And I think that as an author, it is kind of my job to create these characters. They're portrayed better in how they should be as opposed to how they were 20 years ago. You are self-published. So what was that process like for you? Self-publishing for me was kind of something that I never thought I was going to do. When I first started writing Buy Unlock, my plan, and I actually do really miss this time when I was just starting writing, I was like, I'm going to publish this and I'm going to get really, really famous and I'm going to have a movie made. And then I kind of started researching it more. And I was like, oh no, this could take years. I'm impatient. I don't know if I want it to take years. And I realized like I could lose creative control. My biggest thing at the time, against traditional publishing, was that I wanted to have control over what was put on my covers. I was very, very passionate about that. I don't know why, because I feel like a traditional publisher would probably give, give the book a really, really good cover. But I didn't think so. So um, I researched it really early on when I was writing. And I was like, okay, this is how I was going to do it. And funny enough, before Biomlock, I had published a book. And I don't really talk about it much because the book was very, very bad. And I had self-published it so I could get a printed copy of it. At the time, I didn't know it was self-publishing. I just thought it was a way to get a printed copy. And I filled out all the forms and I had the book. And in that way, I kind of knew about self-publishing. But that book did really, really bad. It sold like nine copies. And I'm very glad it sold only nine copies. And because of that, it was a lot easier for me to do. And I just knew how to fill out all the forms. And I got, actually, I got a um, cover designed for Biomlock. I always hire designers because I'm not very artistic. Like you said, you're in full creative control of the process. You are able to work with people, the other creative people, sourcing people to make the covers. Uh, and is that something you enjoy? Do you enjoy the almost managerial aspect of that? I do. It's very interesting. I get to like communicate with a lot of people this way. And cover design is probably my favorite part of the process because that's the moment when it starts to feel real. When I'm like, okay, this book is going to be published because I don't usually get my book covers until they're almost done. So yeah, like cover design is like my favorite part of it. A big topic that you care about a lot is uh, bullying and uh, promoting anti-bullying. So uh, how do you think that your position on anti-bullying has influenced your writing? So for those who do not do not know, I was bullied really, really badly in the sixth grade. And because of that, I've written about it. Actually, my most popular book, You Won't Know Her Name, is about like the true experiences I faced. And I actually never expected to write that when I started writing. That was about, I think, that was the fifth book I published. So it would have been around the eighth book I've written, I wrote, I think, at the time. Everyone knows me from You Won't Know Her Name, as opposed to my other books. I'm hoping that's going to change, actually, when my next release comes out. You can look at my books and you can find little tidbits about anti-bullying in scenes. They're kind of reminiscent of what I went through. And that's kind of how it's impacted my writing, because you can always find some sort of message like that in most, mostly like all of my books. Some of them, not so much, others like significantly. Was it a difficult process for you to put a lot of yourself into that book, your own personal experiences? How did you manage that? I have to say, You Won't Know Her Name was the hardest book I've ever written because I'm putting so much of a real story into it that I was scared. I've never done this before. Every day I told myself to give up because this book was not going to do well. And I thought it was just kind of going to cause more harm than good. My teachers would be mad at me. My school would be mad at me. But then I couldn't stop because I would read what I'd written. I was like, this needs to be finished. Do you have any advice for aspiring writers? I tell this to literally everyone. I get a lot of comments on TikTok. It's like, how do you do it? A thousand words a day. That's all it takes to write a book is a thousand words a day. I know there are a lot of people kind of catching on to this now. It's like, don't just write and write and write. And then the next day, like don't write a thousand words one day and like 200 words the next day. 
write on a schedule and write the same amount every day. It helps get your brain into like kind of knowing like what kind of is going on and it kind of trains you to have this routine. Honestly, as soon as I realized like I could do a thousand words a day with Biomlock, that was when everything kind of took off. And of course, like with some books, like I've done more like 2000 words a day, 3000 words a day. However, it's like just the same amount is perfect. If you, you get the stuff out there, you can go back, edit it. You can just go through it. So yeah, that's that's very good advice. Yeah. Where do you hope that your writing journey goes next? One of the things I do really want to do is I want to teach writing to people. I've kind of thought about being like a writing or maybe probably a creative writing professor in, college, in a college or a screenwriter. And I feel like I could easily achieve all of these just together. I think I just want in some way an amplified version of what I have now. I think a traditional publishing contact contract would be quite interesting and it would really kind of get my career further and would open new opportunities. So I'm kind of open to like anything, honestly, as long as it's moving forward. That's a really good attitude to have, especially <laughs> when you've got everything in front of you. Fantastic. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming to speak to us today. If people want to hear more from you, where can they go? My website is shantihershenson.com. That's S-H-A-N-T-I-H-E-R-S-H-E-N-S-O-N.com. And then, of course, you can find me on TikTok, which is at ShantiWhoWrites. I post a lot of writing tips there. I also post, um, like, just things about my books and things about my story. Um, I've actually been about to hit 25,000 followers on there. And then my Instagram is just at ShantiHershenson, and my Twitter is at ShantiHersh. So... Thank you so much for coming to speak to us and I wish you well in the rest of your writing journey. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for listening. You can hear more on her website. I'll leave a link in the show notes. If you want to suggest or submit a short story or a subject you'd like us to cover, then contact us through our Facebook page or Twitter. This has been a Yorick Radio production.